What up, what up? Welcome back to the There's More podcast. This is your host, Hannah Nitz, who is just always yelling, dancing, jumping, talking about the more with God. Been a Christian my whole life. I love God. I've served God. I've done all the God things, and I did it very genuinely because I really did love him. But I just didn't know that there was more of God for me. I don't know. Do you ever get in this mindset where, like, you go to church and you think about, like, your friend who really needs the sermon? Or you're, like, reading your Bible and you're like, oh, man, I wish, like, my brother really understood what this verse meant. I don't know. I operated that way for a long time, not really realizing that this relationship with God and this interaction with him could become even better, stronger, this like deeper enjoyment just between God and I. And that's the more that I've loved. That's the more that you're invited to. That's the more that this podcast is about is just experiencing more for you, sweet friend, in your relationship with God. So After six months and 20-some episodes, could there possibly be more to talk about? Is it possible that we're even revisiting the definition of the more with God? Oh, it's possible. You better buckle up. So today, as always, we're talking about the more, and I'm super pumped you're here. Have you heard? There's even more for you. Here we go. If you have a podcast called There Is More and you realize that on your own podcast you may have had the wrong definition of the more with God, (laughs) should you admit it out loud? (laughs) I don't know what the right answer is, but I'm about to admit it out loud. I'm not going to say that my definition of the more was wrong. But I will just say that over the last few weeks, God has challenged me and even opened up my answer or my perspective on what the more with God is. So here's the deal. This is how this went down. You guys have heard from me talking on the podcast uh, to no end about how I'm kind of obsessed with the more with God. Having been a Christian my entire life, I just really, really thought that I had all there was to God. Like, I was involved with church. I knew the story of the gospel. I accepted salvation. I loved God. I served God. I had a Christian marriage and a Christian worldview, and I appreciated going through a Bible study here or there. So to to step over into this new world where my relationship with God wasn't just this piece of my life, but it became this overwhelming, oh man, just everything. And that I traded the things I had, I don't know, found the most enjoyment out of, like people as an extrovert and parties and a really good laugh and extra greasy food all of a sudden, I started to enjoy time with God more than all of that. And I was like, this is the more. Like the more is enjoying God more than anything and desiring him more than anything. And that's kind of the framework that I've had this conversation. It's the framework that, you know, I made this podcast (laughs) under. 
just this invitation and this idea that you, sweet listener, and everyone can enjoy God and desire God that much. It's what we have access to. It's what we were created for. And it's the best thing on the planet. Well, here's the deal. This week, um, I had two conversations that kind of blew the lid off of that theory for me. (laughs) I mean, not that theory. That theory is still, that is still accurate, okay? But uh, much like the title, there is more. There is more to the more. Story number one. I was sitting with Noelle Beck, who you guys know and love here on the podcast, um, someone who's been my mentor since the time I was 12. She has experienced this deep enjoyment and hunger for God for years, over a decade, where she's been at this spot that I would have described as like the more, like this deeper enjoyment of God. I'm sitting across from her uh, this week, and she's talking about wanting even more of God. She is just like going on and on about these things she's praying about and just like this unity with Christ that she's experiencing and that she's desiring. And she was currently fasting from something and saying, God, I want even more of you. And I was sitting there and I kind of sit back and I was like, huh, according to my definition of like the more being really enjoying and desiring God, Noelle's already there. But she wants (laughs) even more. And there is more. And she's experiencing more. Like it's like this unending thing with God. Now, would I have said that intellectually that I knew that? Yes. But something this week clicked in me that I was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. There's literally always more. Like there's not just more for you, dear listener, and more for me. There's more for Noel Beck's and more for like anyone you would look up to spiritually, there's even more for them. Okay, now on the other side this week, I also sat down for coffee with a new believer, someone who has just come to know the Lord in the past year. And she was telling her story and her experience with God and her wanting more. And her more was like, man, I've never been to church. Like, I'm thinking about stepping into the building of a church. I've never been involved with anyone who knows Jesus. Like, I'm trying to pursue meeting other people who know Jesus. I've never picked up a Christian book. Like, I've never read the Bible myself. Like, I'm interested in in the more in these areas. And I sat back, having just had this conversation with Noel, just been processing myself what the more with God was, and now sitting with this brand new believer who also wants more. And I was like, man, God, the more with you is not a destination. It's a mindset. It's not this level that I reach with God. It's a motivation I have to continually be getting more with God. It's not a relational milestone or a maturity that I reach with God. The more is a continual engagement with God in all things at all times in my life. Having more or wanting more with God isn't about working harder. It's this complete release and trust of God and his spirit in us. Whether you are my friend who has been a believer for a few days 
or my friend Noel Beck, who's been walking closely and intimately with God for decades. And this is like somehow <laughs> a mind-blowing concept for me, even though this is the thing I talk about all the time on the podcast, that there's more for you and for me to experience that we believe and work towards, that there's more for you and for me in our relationship with God, that there's more for you and God, no matter where you are right now, that there's more for you to enjoy with him, that there's more areas for you to surrender to him, that there's more for you to learn about in him, that there's more for you to taste and experience in God, there's more for you to walk with him in unity in, And it means that there's no end. It means that there's no ceiling. It means there's no maturity or unity or closeness where you've reached the end and you have all there is to God. It means constant craving for more. It means constant craving for what Ephesians invites us to, which is the fullness of God. It means constant desire for meaningful encounters with God. It means I want to engage God personally more than I am right now. That's the more. God, I want to engage you even more, even more than I've tasted today. It means my hunger for you is growing, God, and I want it to be the loudest rumble out of anything that I want and desire in my life. It's like I want more, God. And it it means that he either is the greatest pursuit of our life or we want him to become that and sweet friend I just even this week felt so encouraged that that there is more for me so much more to know with God and that's true for you and that's true for my friend who's a new believer and that's true for Noel Beck that he's not just God's not just this answer to our problems He's not just the solution to our pain. He's our very existence. Like he is God with us. And believing there's more of God for you to know is the actual reason why Jesus came. Do you know this? I just read this this week. I'm going through 1 Peter and this like added to my whole level of my mind being blown about wanting to know more of God. I think as Christians, we get super wrapped up in the story about our sin that sometimes we miss the bigger picture. And I was wrapped up in this for a long time. This this story, this narrative that like Jesus came to save me. He came to clean me up. He figured out to what to do with my mess up and with my sin. Like that, that was the point. But man, I'm reading in 1 Peter 3 this week. And it jumps off the page like that Jesus didn't come just to deal with our sin. The reason Jesus came for you, dear friend, like the reason God sent his son to die for you is so that he could restore your relationship with God, that you can experience more of God, that you can know God, that you can interact with God personally. This is why Jesus came. He had to deal with our sin in order to do that. But the sin wasn't the point. It wasn't the focus. Our redemption wasn't the focus. Our healing wasn't even the focus. It's just the byproduct of being in relationship with God. 
a relationship with God, a restored relationship with God. The ability, an amazing invitation for us to know and personally interact with the creator of all things. That's why Jesus came. This is what it said in 1 Peter 3.18 as I was reading this and about fell over. It says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put in death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. All right. So did you catch that? Christ died and suffered for our sins, the righteous for unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. Word to your mother. When I was reading that, I it took me to these cross-references um, using the same word of like bringing us to God. So one of those was in Ephesians 2.18 where it uses the same word. Um, it says, For through Jesus, we both have access in one spirit to the Father. Like us and Jesus have access to the Father, to God, through the same spirit. Like through Jesus, we have access to God and to know him. What? Romans 5.2. Through him. Through him. We have also obtained access by faith, into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. I mean, can you get over this? Man, and this is why this, I just get so excited about this more that we can experience and learn and have access to, to God, and I'm just overly, outrageously thankful to Jesus for this gift of not just, again, this cleaning up, this coming to save us and love us, but that the ultimate gift is that we can know God. And you, sweet friend, can know him more and more and more. Oh, all right. I feel like I've just really needed to get the microphone and just like yell about this on the podcast <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> I was talking to my friend Janet about this and I was like, um, I use this app called Marco Polo where you can like video chat your friends. And I was trying to explain this to her and she was like, so is that the podcast episode or what else are you going to say? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I think that's all I got. I just, (laughs) friend, I just want you to know that like if you haven't reached this level that I've described sometimes on the podcast of like, man, God is just my greatest desire and my greatest enjoyment. That doesn't mean that you aren't in and tasting the more of God. The more of God is not this destination. It's not a level of maturity, but it is a heart that desires more of him. It means that like up on your goals, um, that you have on your, you know, post-it notes or your whiteboard or just internally with things you're working on, that growing in more with God and that wanting to know him more is one of those goals. It's not just like to lose five pounds, to pay off that debt, to enroll my kid in a good after-school program, (laughs) but that this becomes one of our main focuses and hopefully the main focus and obsession of our life is just this desire for more and more and of God. 
And sweet friend, it is just the best thing I've ever tasted. And it is the only thing that you hunger for. And as you eat, you become even more hungry. It's the only thing where God is both the hunger and the food. And it's beautiful. It's like your thirst will never be um, quenched because the more you drink in of God, the thirstier Like, he puts more and more of a desire for a greater thirst in you. And friends, that is my prayer for each of you sweet listeners, that your thirst, your hunger, your desire would be for more. You know what I just love? It's when I hear from one of you, from someone who listens to the podcast and says, like, hey, this episode was encouraging or like hey this didn't really make sense what you talking about girl or here's an idea of a topic to cover on a future podcast or just a cute picture of your kid or your cat honestly whatever i'd love to hear from you so just head to hannahnits.com click on say hello in the corner and why don't you say hello (laughs) i would love to hear Friends, it's been so encouraging um, just even over the last few months of finishing up the summer and coming into the fall, hearing from a lot of you who are listening and are intrigued by the more. Um, and I'm just, I'm just really thankful for it. It's the thing I pray for the most, just for men and women um, all across the world to desire more of God and to wake up to the more with him. And friend, I'm praying that for you. And if you message me, I can pray for you by name. So hit your girl up. (laughs) As always, friend, I'm so glad you're listening. I'm so glad that you're encouraged or intrigued by this conversation. Because friend, I want you to know it. I want you to taste it, that there is more.